pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. James Pledger, Jack Thompson, The Saturday Morning Hangover. Welcome into the Saturday Morning Hangover right here on San Antonio Sports Star, 94.1 FM, ESPNSA.com. I am James Pledger, riding along with me on this post-St. Patrick's Day edition of the Hangover, a literal one, <laughs> Jack Thompson and Katie Goodman. What's Ta-da. good, my fam? How is that by this morning? Doing good. <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. Feeling it? Yeah, solid. Me too, actually. Yeah, yeah. I've got an okay night's sleep, so it's better <laughs> than the crap night's sleep I've been it's, getting. It's and a I lot better get getting that extra hour, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> certainly. That too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that yes. helps. <laughs> Huge win. And it's a shorter show. Yeah. So. Only an hour. We're going to get you ready with the uh, NCAA tournament coming up. So, the madness has begun. <laughs> it certainly has. <laughs> I was out and about at the Rupub at their big old block party last night watching Fairleigh Dickinson knock off number one seed Purdue. So, for the first time in five years and the second time ever, a one upends a 16. And this, to make that even crazier, Fairleigh Dickinson... They went 4-25 and 25 last year. They make it to the conference title this year with their new coach. They, they, they lose. lose to Merrimack, who is a D2 school that is now becoming a Division One school. They're so they have to wait four years to be in the tournament. So they shouldn't have even been there. No. They win their first four game, and then they take down Purdue. Isn't that nuts? It's, it's crazy. Because It's what the tournament's all about. Zach Eady is probably the Easily. national player of the year. Yeah, he's yeah, no one put up numbers like he did. I mean, he still had like 25 and 15. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he still had a crazy game, but the way they their defensive game plan to him whenever he caught the ball, they were throwing three bodies at him and making him make quick decisions. And they were quick yeah. to react down on him too. Yeah. Once the ball got to him, instant triple team. Instant. And yeah. it came from the backside. Like it kept coming from different angles, so he didn't really know, but it mm-hmm. was getting there so quick. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Perfect game plan. There's some teams that just step up in the playoff setting, you know? And like that's where they really kill it, I feel like. I've seen that a couple times. And we talked about it last week. The thing that you worried about with Purdue was Hard their guard play. play. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it last week. It was on display yeah. last night against Fairleigh Dickinson, which, by the way, I learned is in New Jersey. It is in New Jersey. <laughs> there are a couple of things I had to learn over the past couple of weeks, like uh, where Kennesaw State was. Apparently, that's in Georgia. Oh, wow. <laughs> I couldn't guess that. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a Georgia town. There, there were quite a few of those teams where I was like, where is that? 
as they start making their way through the bracket. Like Furman. Furman. Furman's another one. Mm-hmm. 4-13. Yep. We got a 13, a 15, and a 16 in the second round. The Arizona ones seem to have shocked, but the first big one was that Furman one because yeah. as a basketball coach, Jack, wow. see, even in middle school, what do, what are you taught? Get out of the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you don't run to a trap in the corner, right? They were playing a trap zone. That's a six-year senior who has started every year he's been at Virginia. <laughs> I was completely dumbfounded by that and even worse why the hell are you just throwing it in the air what is that oh, man throw it off his leg do literally anything else literally anything else of the things you could have done that was the worst possible he did thing everything wrong yes like he ran to the corner he Threw it up for grab, like everything wrong, like everything your coach not to do, he did. Yeah, that poor Kihei Clark is going to be haunted by that moment for the rest of his life. When and was, he was on the he was on the team that lost to to uh, Loyola Chicago. When are we gonna have a real conversation about Tony Bennett? Yeah, he's trash in the postseason, and so is god awful, and so is Purdue coach. Like I know he has a national title. But, but that, that was doesn't on, make up for the... That, that was on the back of three NBA players. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also... Four it, NBA players. It doesn't make up for these horrific first-round outs to first-ever one seed to go down, a a three seed, a four seed. Like, he has lost. Yeah, he's terrible in the postseason. As a high, high seed. Why do you think that is? Like they don't, They don't score. They're not aggressive. They're not an aggressive team. and Well, they're you, aggressive defensively. Yeah, but they don't have that type of team anymore. They don't have those long athletes that can keep you like at, locked up in that pack line defense. They got a bunch of smaller guards now. so That can't shoot. Yeah, only <laughs> one can shoot. But, man, yeah, he's terrible in the postseason, and Purdue is arguably worse. I mean, I think Purdue's been bounced – Three out of the four last seasons by double-digit seeded teams. So what was, what's the one that really, really hurt your bracket? Arizona. Zona? Yeah. I thought just Umar Balo and Tubelis were going to be dominant enough and big enough to get them pretty far, but Princeton said hell no to that. The good news is... <laughs> I only lost two Sweet 16 teams, really. Everything else I had kind of dropping in the next round anyway, in the round of 32 t today and tomorrow. I've lost one. I, I lost Virginia, mm -hmm. Zona, which I both had in the Sweet 16, Yeah, and Purdue. Iowa State. Iowa you, State you I thought was going to You have Purdue in the Sweet 16? Mm-mm. Nice. Now, I've lost uh, one, two, three, four... Five, six of my 16s, but I have seven of my Elite Eight. I, my bracket's still in the 97th percentile. Nice. So, not to, you know, toot my own horn. Or Although anything, I heard you got talked This is what out. I do. I, I heard you got talked at, well, which bracket? This is my main bracket. Okay. My, yeah. I know you put in like 45. This was the first one me. I did all by myself. <laughs> I heard you did get talked out of Furman, though. 
Yeah, me and Anna, we were making a, a bracket together. And she was like, what's Furman? I was like, it's a tiny little liberal arts college. <laughs> and she was like, I like Furman. And I was like. I like that. That's why like they're, that's why like they're better at this than yeah. us. And I was like, I don't know about that. And she was like, okay, we'll go Virginia. And then. Furman wins. That's why they're better. At, that's why Brenda in accounting wins these things every yeah. year. <laughs> women's intuition. I, it, it's something. That's literally what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I. I'm sorry, Jack. Ain't no thing. I'm sorry. We talked about the disrespect of Texas A&M. Yeah, and we did not show up. And P- Penn State showed up tenfold. Shooting 65% from three. That one dude, Funkel. <laughs> I, that's probably the best tournament shooting per, like performance the, I've ever seen. That's the best name. <laughs> he lit me? us the hell up. Yeah, that was just a, a sad, sad, sad a terrible name. performance. You didn't show up. Did not show up. On either side of the floor. No. It, especially, we knew... Offense was iffy, and if it didn't show up, y'all were in trouble. But y'all's defense didn't show up either. No, it did not. And that was an issue. It indeed was. Once again, y'all were a seven seed mm-hmm. as the second place team that finished second in the conference tournament as well. Yep. That was ranked lower than two other teams from your conference. Yeah, who we beat. Who you beat that is also tied with another team that you swept yeah. in, in seeding. And Penn State was arguably the hottest and should have been seeded higher as well. <laughs> the committee knew what the hell they were doing to us. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. The committee, you can argue, upset at Buzz's comments at him last year. Yeah. <laughs> Mississippi State lost by a single point to Pittsburgh. Do you know how irritating that is? In Do you know how much that four? makes my skin crawl? <laughs> yeah, but Pittsburgh Pit made it out the next game, yeah. so that's Pit a really good last team. last night against uh, Iowa State, who Pitt, I I had going. Pitt was the other team like A&M that at the, when it came to conference, they kind of blew up and they were taking care of business. So, yeah, I thought they were going to lose to Iowa State. I did too. Yeah, but they, they were, they played an excellent game. I will say... The Texas Longhorns look pretty good. How yeah. does Rodney Terry not have a job? Not a big enough name. At this point, does it matter? Does to Texas? It shouldn't. Uh, it right? shouldn't. No, it absolutely shouldn't, but it does to Texas. I mean, you've heard his players come out for him. Yeah. This is a team that weathered a very, very difficult portion of the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not only remained inside the top 10 all year long, but you can argue they're playing some of their best basketball here at the end of the season. Most definitely. I like Texas. There are two teams that I liked coming into this tournament. One of them was Texas. Obviously Alabama. Yeah. But Duke. Duke, super hot. Shire's got that team playing. Hot at the end of the year, yep. and it showed in that first game. Oh yeah, they put it on Oral Roberts. Oh, they smacked him around. Yeah, I like Duke. I love watching Filipowski play. He's so good. 
He's getting slept on, I feel like, in the in the in the mock draft. Flip's gonna go like fifteen to twenty four, right? Yeah. Somewhere in that range. Probably yeah, fifteen to twenty, somewhere in there, yeah. Somebody's gonna get them like a a Bogdan Bogdanovich out of him. He's at seven foot. Yeah. Like he's he's gonna give the he's gonna give a team something. I mean, he ain't gonna be like Walker Kessler, but No, nah, he doesn't have the defensive prowess, but on offense he can literally do everything. Yes. And I think, like you said, being slept on, he's a guy to watch in the middle to late first Yeah, that I think is probably going to surprise some people when he actually steps on the court. I mean, he's just sneaky athletic, mm-hmm. kind of first guy in, last guy out of the gym. Great handles. Good handle. You know, coach's kid. Princeton is basically a team of Filipowski's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're Princeton gonna do is your the taxes. only team in the NCAA tournament that does not have a single player on athletic scholarship. That's insane. What? The well, Ivy League doesn't do athletic Ivy scholarships. Ivy League doesn't do athletic scholarships. They only do scholarships on a, a need basis. Need and uh, academic. Wow. Yeah. Ivy League... You're you're not there for athletics. And Fairleigh Dickinson is the smallest team in Division One, and they beat the top, the biggest team in Division One. Really? Yeah. Fairleigh Dickinson does not have a player over six foot five. Oh oh oh, height wise. Okay, I was thinking like school size. No. Okay. Now Furman is the smallest. team I was like, in the Purdue's tournament. the biggest team, <laughs> but biggest in terms of yeah. height. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. That now. <laughs> We're gonna have a sixteen or a nine. In the Sweet 16. Hold F- on. FAU and Fairleigh Dickinson. They're playing each other. Oh. We will have a 16 seed or a 9 seed. I didn't even think 16. about that because I keep sleeping on, on FAU because I didn't watch them during the regular season, but it was a team that like jumped off my bracket because I was like, wow, that seems fairly highly seeded for Florida Atlantic. Like being a nine seed, mm-hmm. like it. The math did math in my head, so I was like, there had to be something there, right? Yeah. <laughs> How are y'all feeling about TCU and Gonzaga? Oh, TCU got a. They survived. Yeah, TCU barely survived, and Gonzaga pretty easily won against Grand Canyon. Yeah, I expect Gonzaga to be Gonzaga. Yeah, you know, I expect to see him in the Sweet Sixteen mm-hmm. at some point. I worry about Mike Miles. He really? Was, he, he was banged up towards the end of that game. He came out for a little bit, hmm. and he was limping around. I didn't but, see that. I'm more worried about the Sasser injury because yeah. I've got them going well, forward. Well, I didn't have TCU coming out of – I think Gonzaga will beat them. They have Texas n- from no Falcon. answer for Drew Timmy. I mean, it's really hard to get over those uh, TCU. Texas for Froghorns. Those frog Texas Froghorns, man. <laughs> That's so dumb. Like, did you not watch the national championship? That's just sad. Texas for Froghorns. Yeah. Oh, man, Clark Kellogg. Thank super you. sad. Give me one of the greatest drops. <laughs> the Froghorns, my God. Oh, but that's... Dude, they're the Froghorns now. You can't tell me otherwise. They that's are now the so Froghorns. Texas for Froghorns. <laughs> I mean... It sounds, it sounds like there's a little bit of bitterness in your voice there that's just so like that's so bad you got one job say the name right it's your one texas job for, for the evening corn. that is true that is texas true. for frog corn. 
And like maybe if TCU didn't do anything in college football this year, but everyone should know that name. Like it just makes no sense to me how they you were only that in up. the national title game in football. Yeah, like they. All... <laughs> it's just sad to me. Texas for frogcorns. You'd be surprised. I also do sports casting, and you would be surprised how often the most basic stuff just leaves your brain. Oh, like word, like wor- words, like the word momentum. Yes, the other day, I was like, well, "You're momentum. new to this. Get it out. You're n- it out. you're new to this." Clark Kellogg's been doing this for thirty <laughs> plus years. What's your dad's excuse then? Yeah, my dad's just <laughs> my dad. I mean, I've heard of a call. Yeah, I it's every Bill every O'Brien, show. Jim O'Brien. Yeah, no, and... it's every show he messes up the name. I'm like, my God, man. When we did a little bit of. The radio, yeah. I was I corrected him probably like four times in that like thirty minute span. That used uh, to be my mom with song lyrics. I, I was used like, oh, I used to hit him. <laughs> I used to hit him with the bell every time that he got a name wrong. <laughs> it started to get annoy him. <laughs> I'm sure because it happens a Sounds lot. Like training a dog or something. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happens though. Also, like lack of sleep and like think about how many details. You're trying to just keep in your brain. It's oh, a lot. We screw up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> I mean, you do too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad everyone's listening to us screw up all the time. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in <laughs> to the 90 95% accurate but sports show. He happened <laughs> to do it on the biggest stage. Texas yeah. for yeah. frog corn. Yeah, that's pretty bad. You're going you're gonna to get flack for that for life. I mean, it, it's one thing to screw up a name or a pronunciation. Yeah. Like I, I heard Max Dugan all year. Yeah. <laughs> it's Duggan. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's the same thing because uh, the San Antonio Brahmas, right? I keep calling them Brahmas because I have been trained doing Northeast football games that MacArthur Brahmas, right? It's yeah. B-R-A-Y, Brahmas. Mm-hmm. But... That also sounds like a country way of saying Brahmas. They're the San Antonio Brahmas because it's a Brahma bull. But I I have been trained by MacArthur that it's Brahma. And so when I see it, that's how I say it now. So I, I too, have fallen victim to the Texas for Frogcorn. Yes, but none of us us are Clark Kellogg. Yeah. Give but, it time, Jack. Give it time. Like I, like I said, it's one thing if you kind of mess up a name. Yeah. Like a name a I kind of get. But you yeah. can just, but you know the words. But team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kept messing up the name Adoniran, and I kept saying Adoniran. Yeah. Maybe I mixed it up. Maybe it's actually Adoniran. I think it's Adoniran. It's Adoniran, and I kept saying Adoniran. Yeah. So anyway, I clearly still don't get that one straight. <laughs> Why all, you always put in parentheses the phonetic. Yeah. I, you know <laughs> Well, it's because he transferred out. So, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't need to, like, go do a deep dive on him. And I already know, like, his MLS background a little bit. But, you know, just leave it to me to not be able to pronounce his freaking <laughs> name. My goodness. But, yeah, usually it's all phonetics for me. She is Katie Goodman. He is Jack Thompson. I'm James Pledger. Only an hour today for the hangover as we step aside for a little bit of NCAA tournament action brought to you by Westwood One coming up after the hangover. But 
lots going on, especially free agency. We had the tournament, but NFL, as always, reigns supreme and starts eating in to the tournament talk. And I'll tell you what, he's been he's been MIA of late, but old Jur, old Jura, Jura. He decided to make a name for himself this week. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about what the Cowboys did and how you feel about it. Coming up next right here on the Saturday Morning Hangover on San Antonio Sports Star, 94.1 FM and ESPNSA.com. This is 94.1 San Antonio's Sports Star. Welcome back into the Saturday Morning Hangover right here on San Antonio Sports Star, 94.1 FM, ESPNSA.com. Thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thanks for waking up on us on a post St. Patrick's Day with us. Hope you gave them the later fun. hour though, so you got to think of We're gonna let you take a nap. We're only going an hour today. Once the show's over, you can take a nap, get back in bed. I may hit El Mirasol. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> hey. But I had a question. I know we're going to talk uh, the Cowboys and their free agency coming up here at the bottom of the hour, but I had a legit question because I was just watching SportsCenter, and it's something that that boggles my mind, and especially with you, Katie, here, I want to get your perspective on this, on whether I should be offended, because I feel offended. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let it happen. Selection Sunday came. I was like, cool. Awesome. And I'm watching everything, and, you know, as it's rolling Texas on, for, for corn. I get Clark Kellogg, you know, dropping the ball. But after Selection Sunday, I'm watching ESPN that night, and they're showing the scroll and how everyone's seated and where everything's at. And then it flips, and I see the women's scroll of where everybody's seated and how it, because I'm getting, I'm like, wait, who is... Maryland's a two seat. Like I'm, I'm just yeah, thrown yeah, back yeah. because like it, the math did math, and then I realized it was the women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did they move Women's Selection Sunday to the same day as Men's Selection Sunday? Didn't that used to be the Monday following to where it was its own thing? And then I noticed during this round of uh, first round last night that there are women's games going on at the same time. Didn't those also you used to be adjacent to the men? I I don't really know but it would make sense as for them to have their own thing because why compete with the time slots you know because i always thought the women's games were like that monday tuesday like they were always following the men so you kind of had you had things on the background that you could pay attention to more closely after you know the big event happened with the men because Everybody's tuned in on the brackets and everything. And then, you know, Monday, Tuesdays, you're kind of getting ready for the next round to start. You can kind of focus in on the women and give it its own attention. Right. But now it feels, or it doesn't feel, it is, like it's happening in conjunction with at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a disservice because me as, I would, I outside of Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark, I'm going to go try and find playing. I think she is. Yeah, she's just amazing. She's incredible. Next level. She makes it look easy. But watching her the other I day. was seeing the games going on at the same time, and I knew they used to kind of be staggered to where it was like, cool, I can pay attention to the men this day and the women at the beginning of the week, and it, it gave me a chance. To, but given, like, if you put them both on the plate in front of me, 
and maybe this is the the equal rights thing and I shouldn't be offended by it. <laughs> well, but there's, there's but the fact is, I'm not going to go seek out the women while the men are playing. There's a couple different ways you can look at this, right? Because like in women's soccer and men's soccer, there's this constant battle of, you know, if you would give us better time slots on on TV, we would get better ratings, but you have to give us those time slots. So this could be a way of saying, hey, let's throw them in the mix and see what happens and see what the ratings are while people are already tuning in for men anyway. But honestly, I don't think there's enough time slots for all of it, for it to be quality and for it to make sense. Like the men's teams are always going to get the better time slot on the better days, right? But with ESPN streaming, that's a whole nother ball game, mm-hmm. you know? So like maybe that's why they're trying to, to do that so that they can, you know, pass it to ESPN plus since it's still in the early rounds of March Madness. And then whenever things start to whittle down, you start seeing women in more of the primetime spots on a Sunday instead of a Monday when people are more likely to watch basketball on a Sunday. But for me, I would say keep it separate until you get to that point, right? So that they can have their own time slot, you know, on a Monday where you can give the attention like you're saying and and you can just see what the lineup is that day for women. Um, it's just too much. It's too much information when you throw both in the mix like that. Like I personally, I got a little overwhelmed by it. I just, I was like, okay, I, I, I'm catching onto this and this here and there. I've got a lot going on. I don't have time to sit here and sift through every freaking team on the men's mm-hmm. and women's side. I just don't. Um, but you know, I, I've got you know the few that I I've been looking at. But yeah, no, I think for me personally. I can understand why they might want to go that route, but I don't think that was the move. I think they could have done it better. Because I, I remember Selection Sunday, and then you had Selection Monday for the women, and it was its own things. And then when it happened, I was like, wow, that's weird. But okay, it's just Selection. Like, it's not as big a deal. Like, I'm yeah. not actively tuning in for the Selection shows. Mm-hmm. But when it came to the games this weekend, I was like, oh, that feels like a disservice and because unfortunately i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the men for i'm always gonna default to watching the men's game and it's going to win out 99 percent of the time right unless there's just a couple of games that i really don't have an interest in and caitlin clark's playing right like you were saying caitlin clark like like. (laughs) that's the only thing that's really gonna draw my focus over because but or Kim Mulkey, because she's amazing as a coach, and I love her She's style. a great coach, but she's, she's not drawing me in to watch the game. Man, I'll, I'll watch her on the sideline <laughs> all day long. She's just so expressive, and she's so tiny, but, like, fierce. <laughs> I mean, you're as big as a, as a woman's hoop head as I know, Jack, when, when it comes to, like, watching the WNBA and paying attention and keeping up with things like that, and I, I was just blown away by what had happened. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dumb, because obviously... Everyone's going to be tuning in <clears throat> for the men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just even women. Though. Yeah, like sadly. It, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. But you it need just to grow it first in a different way, and then bring it over when it makes sense. Kind of like women's soccer. It did. just it should just never coincide with each other. Yeah, because I felt like there there is a better chance to grow your game, yeah. like viewership wise, if it's kind of on its own. Off like. You have your men during the weekend, and I get it, weekend, prime time, you kind of want those time slots and stuff like that, but I feel more more attuned to possibly watching a game if it's separate and apart, and I'm looking for something to get me to the next. Like, 
Well, move one to Saturday, move one to Sunday or something, you know, like... Well, the men have both Saturday. Like, we've got oh. the games today in the round of 32, and then the games tomorrow in the round of 32. And then we got a break until Thursday when they do the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight games. See, but therein lies the conundrum, right? Because it's like, I, for where women's basketball is at right mm-hmm. now, yes, they need to grow a little more. They need to get more star power. They need to get people, like, buying into them, just like women's national team did. They have the Alex Morgans and the Rapinos, all those, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what they need is star power on their side. And WNBA's doing it. They've got a couple, but, like, they need to start bringing up their girls in the college level, just like women's national team does with college soccer players all the time my thing is that they need to grow a little bit more in that area and then one day it is going to have to be a fusion but it's going to be a very 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 long time before i'm sorry but if it'll never work if they are on the same day it just so then men will always have a primetime spot forever for the eternity rest of time i mean they can still have a primetime spot like they did last night the problem is the games are on ESPN for the women because they have the right to the women's tournament. Mm-hmm. And then CBS, True TV, all of those other games are on the CBS properties like TNT, True TV, TBS, and CBS. Mm-hmm. And but I'm always gonna go I'm gonna go to and if you're a spectrum guy, you get it. Five, twelve, twenty-seven, forty-six. Those are because I know what True TV is. <laughs> I'm asking you guys to think 100 years from now, not even 20 or 30, but like far in the future where maybe things are very, very different and there's a little bit more fusion between men's and women's sports. You know, women have had to make up a lot of ground, cover a lot of ground, and they've come a really long way. Um, so I'm the just fact saying... that they have primetime spots at all is great, mm-hmm. but you know, for the regular primetime spots, that's not going to happen for a very long time. But something has to change in order for them to be able to kind of get there eventually. Well, what Pleasure is saying is yeah. they had the primetime spots on yeah. ESPN. They were they still right, had, but it. they're not there yet because it's a cultural shift that needs to occur. I don't so think it's the thing is they get these primetime spots and that's great. They start getting a couple more people that they, you know, a couple more fans here and there. Is that going to change what the way people see women's and men's basketball? No. I think you're misreading you what I'm saying. If you do it over time, if you do it over time, it eventually will. I think you're missing what I'm saying, though. Like, they have the primetime spots on ESPN. It's just now they're competing they against the men in the team. Right. And that's why I said it's too soon. It's too soon to go there. You yeah. have to you have to maybe give them a little bits and pieces here and there, but don't don't infuse an entire tournament together all at once you know like for example if they had had monday tuesdays and men had had saturday sunday and then you get to the final four and you give them saturday sunday spots just like the men get saturday sunday spots but, but then how- no one not not nearly as many people would watch why would that why would that be just it's just the ratings yeah it's just uh, you're splitting your audience yeah that's because what we're basketball saying basketball fans are basketball i fans. think it's still okay to split the audience well, that's how, but if you split the audience, that's far less viewership and far less money than the women get. And that's, that's I what still I'm talking think it'll about. It'll probably be better than on a Monday or Tuesday. No, no, because it's, it's on its own. It's its own entity. It's you its have own a thing. Chance. So then why is it the better time slot? Because it's, it's on its own. It's on its own. It, there's nothing competing with it. Like nobody, nobody. Why is Saturday and Sunday the better time slot over Monday and Tuesday? No, no. Because like, l- look, the, uh, Primetime shows always say, check out our new show coming up immediately following the Super Bowl. On uh, like 
when they're when they're promoting a new show, like immediately following the Super Bowl, right? Because nobody wants to go against the Super Bowl because you're not going to get the ratings that you could get, right? Right. Yeah. So why would you go head to head with the men? When, I think we're saying a lot of the same things here. Maybe we're not but communicating it was, it, but clearly it or was, effectively. It was different. That's why I said for now with where they're at. Okay, so imagine it's an NBA. Well, no, let's, let's say even now in the situation, say it's only men's, right? How many of those games are you actually going to catch all within the Saturday and Sunday? Are you going to watch everyone. every single one? No. If I can watch every one, I'll watch every one. That's also you, the hardcore yeah. fan, yeah. but the casual fan. I'm going to watch what's on TV, TNT, at, probably. Watch what's on Whatever TV the game when you're of the around week is. the TV. When you're I'm going to catch Steph Curry. I'm going to catch... You know, LeBron James. Like right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna which, tune in for whatever the big game is. Another case in point for stardom and star power and cultivating that early on in college for women, which they don't do a ton of, other than like who else? Like Caitlin Clark. That's one of the few players I can name yeah. off of. She was like, playing in- last night and yeah. had no clue because I'm watching Fairleigh Dickinson upset the number one seed at Purdue. Yeah, it's a which shame. She should have been. Yeah, it should which have been Monday when there's nothing going on. Everyone right. will tune in. And like it's Caitlyn Clark night. It's in a hundred years. Caitlyn Clark if, night. What if? What <laughs> if in a hundred years there's another Caitlyn Clark and they're like, oh, well, Caitlyn Clark is the one that everybody's looking for, you know? But that equality can't even come if you don't give it a chance to compete. I feel bit. like but ESPN's right now, doing it itself a disservice. Sense. Right now, it doesn't. I agree with you guys. Does not make sense in the least at all. You have to build it a different way. It's kind of like a lateral move in human resources. You know, like sometimes you can't just go straight in with your career. You have to take a side step to the right, build that way, and then take your side step back over to the left to get back in your lane, right? Mm-hmm. The, the career you originally started in. Like that's the only way I know how to explain it. But I, that I, it makes sense as to why they should be on Monday and Tuesday right now. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I'm just saying for the sake of in a hundred years from now when let's just ballpark it, magic pie in the sky dreams, men's and women's sports are equal. Yeah, but is equal, it possible? Do you guys think it's still do you guys think it's even possible? Equal is still like and I know I'm everybody's not talking about claim- pay. I'm not talking about pay, I'm talking about cultural norms and wanting to watch women over men in all sports. It, it, the equality thing gets lost in this because it's it's not an equality thing. It is like you don't put things up against the NFL. Nobody tunes into right. basketball really until after the Super Bowl. That's when people kind of start focusing in on the NBA, which is why the they they wouldn't put the NBA Finals against the Super Bowl because it does the NBA a disservice in terms of trying to grow its brand. Yes, yeah, so, so I agree with you. On them sh- them shifting 100%. this yeah. to compete against the men feels like a disservice not only to women which is why i'm upset just because it takes away viewers from them that they could have grown their sport with but also i don't understand the network's agendas in doing this because you're taking away from your own pocket and being able to successfully draw viewership in yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying there. I, we're saying the same thing. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is I can see it from another perspective why people would try to fight for that. But my, I, like, my question from is... From a feminist perspective, right? Yeah, but from as... A, as and this is whatever. what I was trying to get yeah. at. I'm offended by this, and I don't know if I should be. I think... I think if you're... No, con- you should be. I think if your concern is for 
women getting more coverage, you're more than welcome to be offended by it. If your concern is rooted from a place where it's a concern and care for women having more exposure in sports, yes. I'm A-OK with that. Boom, 100%. You are on our team, man. <laughs> so we'll take it. We'll take anything we can get. Because that's, fight for us? that's where Go this started. Is I, w- <laughs> I didn't know if I should be offended yeah. on behalf of women because this feels like a disservice to them or am I being chauvinistic and y'all trying to get equality by... Putting them head to head is I, I don't think, the route you should go. It's just too soon. Just that's too soon. not. I don't think that's equality. Putting them head to head. I think giving like them their like Saturday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is. Yeah, that sounds better. Thursday, Friday. The, well, that's all. Well, men. that's the men. Thursday, it's Friday, Saturday, men. Sunday. That's how it goes. So the women used to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I think. Like, yeah. So they should like it should be or what Sunday if they through alternated? Thursday. Lo and behold, what if they alternated days? You so I muted button. myself. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I'm getting crazy over here. Uh, hands flying. No, but you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are still doing, better than Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're, no. You can't alternate because then you're doing a disservice to all the athletes. Because if you so play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you have to alternate to a Monday, Tuesday, like you're you're taking rest away from both. Yeah, the like logistics there's a reason of the time between games yeah. wouldn't work. It's impossible. Yeah. yeah. So you can't just alternate it because then you're you're doing. Both they should just a each have their own, like, separate but equal. Yes. So then, how do they grow? Right? Like, if they, if if I mean, I know over time, right? Like, say, a hundred years from now, like, what are the steps for them to grow into the spot where they could compete with real primetime spots with real ratings? And I'm I'm talking like on par. I'm I'm 100%. sorry to say this, but. I don't know if it's going to catch up because to be a, a male to watch females play, mm-hmm. it's like you have to be a hoop head mm-hmm. because it's all fundamentals. It's a beautiful game, but most people are just watching basketball. Like 90% of people watch basketball for the entertainment. The athleticism. The athleticism, the crazy plays. And you don't get you don't get that same wow factor in women's sports unless you're like me and you are just in love with the game and in love with the how beautiful it is. Also, unless the game develops itself, right? Yeah. Because Sue Bird wasn't a thing years and years and years and years and years ago. But still, that's a fundamental thing. Like, I don't right. think average people are clamoring to go watch Sue Bird play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, it's, but I also an average it's person thing. will go watch Mac McClung. Like, for yeah. example, <laughs> case in point, women's soccer. You know who wants to watch the World Cup more? They want to watch the women's play more because women actually win the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So they're winning. It has nothing to do with their athleticism. If you if you want to watch a women's game and a men's game, it looks different. And I will say women lay each other way out way more in women's soccer. So come at me if you want to on Twitter with that. But whatever. But you know what I'm saying is that everyone that I talked to after the Men's World Cup, most people, the general fan, was like, actually, I just want to see the women. I just want to see the women play because they actually win. Yeah, so I think good. a big <laughs> thing here is like american fans will support whoever is winning and whoever is showing up as a country uh, but we're gonna watch premier league over nwsl you say whoever's winning even come at you with ratings from nwsl to mls and there they kick ass you're saying like we follow whoever's winning South Carolina hasn't lost a game in two years in women's basketball. And you come before that. Well, (laughs) on like a world level, like you're saying. Like if women's basketball on the national level level went out and were the best in the world, but our men's team wasn't, 
it would could be a different. South program. Carolina didn't even sniff the tournament in the men's team. They weren't even close. But they still got more ratings. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is like, the case for women's different. soccer. The case for women's soccer there was because they were winning. It gave them star power. Mm-hmm. Um, people are paying more attention to women's college soccer at those big programs. I'm just saying they are the example but, for women's sports. If you want to break barriers and ceilings. Look at what the women's national but, team. Okay, does. when when the women's World Cup is on, what else is on? Nothing. Nothing. It's middle of it, summer. They have their time. That's what we're saying. You don't want to compete with the men time slots. It's not going against the men's World Cup. Yeah, you, I mean, they don't play them at the same time though. If they played right. them at the same time, right. it would probably look different in the viewership. Right. right, but they don't play it in the same time in that like they're not a couple of days difference. They're playing in completely opposite years apart usually it's typically but you can't do that but in order to even get close to that like having their own day benefits them more so than that's what i'm saying like the equality isn't playing at the same time because it's just the entertainment factor for the average fan it's just different i mean now no now it's not possible but that's what i'm I'm saying saying the women they need their own days where there's nothing going up against it so people Mm -hmm. will tune in yeah so people can build yeah build and build and build and then maybe one day give it a go in a hundred (laughs) years she is katie goodman (laughs) i don't i I just (laughs) this hundred year thing kick you're on this is (laughs) i don't know why but it's a hundred it's not a century it's not a hundred i'm gonna write an article about this it's 100 years oh book it (laughs) She is Katie Goodman. He is Jack Thompson. I'm James Pledger. You're locked into the Saturday morning hangover here on San Antonio Sports Star 94.1 FM and ESPNSA.com. Hey, this is Greedy. It seems like the Spurs are playing for a lottery pick. We'll discuss the NBA tomorrow morning at 10 on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Welcome back into the Saturday morning hangover here on San Antonio Sports Star 94.1 FM and ESPNSA.com. It's too bad we only got an hour today. <laughs> a lot of talk about. Yeah, it's already over. Oh, it's almost over. This is the final segment as we take this all the way up to 10 o'clock. But Cowboys had a really good free agency so far. Jerry did oh, his yeah. thing. I I really liked because this is what he normally does. He resigns his own. So getting Donovan Wilson back, I think, was huge. Getting Leighton Van Der Esch was Especially big. Especially for the price. For the prices, uh, you're not going to get Bobby Wagner probably because of the Leighton Van Der Esch resigning, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But the big move was going and and trading that compensatory fifth and getting a Stephon Gilmore, who if you look at if you look at the numbers from Pro Football Focus, Still he good. is in the 93rd percentile at least or higher. In all coverage. All coverage. Yeah. All coverage grades. And now he's just got to guard the two. That's beautiful. It's really good. I yeah. think this team is set, and everybody's worried about a wide receiver going and getting Odell. That everything I revolves don't around even want Odell, Odell, DeAndre I Hopkins, don't whoever know it may why be. Everyone wants Odell so bad. Fine, Odell, pick your uh, Jerry Judy, whoever it may be. Right? Yeah. I don't even think they need that though. They really don't because everything they've told us is we're going to run the football. We're going to run the football. Run the football. Run the football. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't need another wide receiver to run the football. No. Because CD is going to get the bulkier targets, mm-hmm. so why would you bring somebody in if you're going to be more predominantly run? Why would you bring in a guy who's going to if make he doesn't that much get money. his targets? Yeah, make that much money, and a guy who, when he doesn't get his targets, is going to complain about it, which is exactly what Odell would do. <laughs> I Odell 
DeAndre Hopkins, whoever you like. Imagine if Hopkins ain't getting 10, 15 targets a game. Yeah. Plus, you're paying him 20 plus million, either of them. Yeah. Plus, in the, in terms of DeAndre Hopkins, you're giving up a draft compensation. Like, it just, the math doesn't math. No. Especially when they've told us everything that they want to do. It made more sense to go spend on the defensive side of the bo- football and shore that up mm-hmm. because with the exodus of Aaron Rodgers soon, this is a team that Dak's the second best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Derek Carr's third? Geno Smith? Kirk Cousins? I mean, yeah. it is wide open. Wide open, yeah. Wide open for you to go and win the NFC this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you need all that much offensively. Yeah. And if they're going to be as good as I think they're going to be defensively, they're spending the money in the right spot. Yeah. And the problem is I think they're paying Tony Pollard a little too much now. Yeah. They but misread the running back room. They did, and they were just so set early on on like, we got, we got to bring, we got to keep Dak's weapons. We got to keep the weapon. We need like he's got to keep the weapon. So, I'm not mad about TP. I mean, it's it's one year. It's probably five, six million more than he probably should have been paid. But it is what it is. He is Jack Thompson. She is Katie Goodman. I'm James Pleasure. Thanks for joining us on our new time slot. Enjoy the NCAA tournament. This has been the Saturday Morning Hangover.